the podcast, A Moon in the Dark with Ellen Blake. In this episode, I sit down with my son, Daniel, and chat about how this podcast came about. Support for this podcast comes from About Bodies Yoga in Griffin, Georgia. When you go to Michelle Lane's yoga classes at About Bodies, you will find a Christian-based environment for self-care and stress relief. You can let go of what's going on in the outside world and take care of your body and your mind. Check her out at aboutbodies.com. So here we are. Welcome to A Moon in the Dark with Ellen Blake. I'm Daniel Blake, and I want to just ask uh, my mom a few questions about this podcast and, yeah. and what it is. So first off, you know, A Moon in the Dark uh, is, is what you've named this podcast and also your blog. What you know, Where does that come from? Why the title Moon in the Dark? Yeah, so in the spring when we were all locked up and shut down here in the States, I... Um, wanted to just send some little encouraging blogs just to people whoever was interested and I needed a name and so I was reading in a story and this phrase came up a moon in the dark and it reminded me that even when it's night and it's dark outside the moon reminds us that the sun is there just like I want to remind people that God is there God is good he is for you he loves you and um, and he's real and he has hope for you. So that's where the name came from. And that's what I want to be. I don't want to, to call attention to myself. I just want to point to the hope that's in God. Yeah. Well, I'm excited about this and I know a lot of other people are as well. Um, you know, you have titled this first opening episode, has anyone ever opened your mail? Uh, what, I'm not sure what you mean by that, and I'd love to, to hear an explanation. Well, have you ever been waiting on something and someone opened your mail for you? That would stink. Yes. Well, that happened to your dad, and it happened to me. So your dad had applied to Vanderbilt, and he knew what day the mail was going to come to let him know whether he had gotten in early decision. His parents were out of town, and he was staying with his grandmother. He went right after school to the mailbox, and it was empty. He went in to see his grandmother, and she told him the news that he had gotten into Vanderbilt. Mm. Now, okay, why? Okay, but your face is crestfallen. Why? He got the good news. Why is that not fun? I guess the whole process of opening it yourself, knowing when you're getting the news and preparing yourself to get whatever it is. Yeah, you feel gypped, right? Totally. Yeah, and it happened to me, too. I had planned to go overseas on a a trip for an exchange student, and my mom opened the mail because I was waiting to see what country in the whole world that would be assigned to go. That's big. And she opened it. She goes, you're going to Paraguay. That's horrible. And, you know, there's just something that's missing when you don't open it for yourself. And so what I think has happened to most people is that we don't look at the biblical manuscripts for ourselves. And we Mm. take this... We take what other people say about it. Yeah. And that's what I want this, um, especially this episode, not this um, series to be about, is the Christmas story and looking at it for yourself. Mm. So we're going to look at Luke and Matthew. You can find it on your phone. You can find it in your Bible. Uh, you, there's a book on my website, moonandthedark.com, that has it laid out for you. If you want to get in to the scriptures yourself, but you can also just listen. You can just listen to this podcast, and I'll take you through the 12 events around the Christmas story before Jesus was born, during that time, and after, and see the characters, the circumstances, the background, and uh, really see what does it actually say happened. Yeah. 
so we're kind of approaching to, to Christmas time. And so the, you know, the, you have this podcast vision of a moon in the dark as the, the big vision here, which a lot of things can fit in. And the first series is going to be these 12 episode series of going through the Christmas story. But you know, your vision's a little bit bigger than that. And you're, you're thinking you know, this could be something that continues even afterwards. You've started a, a blog called A Moon in the Dark, which has been really encouraging for a lot of people, including me. Um, with your kind of bigger vision, I wanted to know just kind of who are you looking to? Like what, what would your target audience be? And as you're um, embarking on this adventure, uh, who do you want to bring along with you in it? Who you're well, expecting. Yes. I, what's so fun about that is literally anyone. And I mean that from the standpoint of age, the standpoint of skeptic versus believer. Um, there will be something for everyone here. Whether it's a homeschool student, a college student, someone who has rejected Christianity and just kind of wants to take a peek back again. Um, someone who, you know, really thinks that truth is whatever you want it to be, whatever you're hoping it is. Mm. And I want to explore those things. I want to explore through the Christmas story. What is the claim that this is making? What is the claim of the biblical narrative? Um, you know, if this is true, what is it they're saying? Um, if it's not true, we don't need to celebrate Christmas. Yeah. Um, so let's we're gonna see who who this who the manuscripts claim Jesus is. Wow. Well, that's uh, exciting. What if what if I'm a skeptic and I don't think you know any of this is even real? Why would I waste my time listening to this podcast? Well, okay, funny thing is, I just, um, I love it. I just, I love that person because I have, uh, I'm a skeptic on the inside. Mm. I like to see what is behind that, what's behind that. You'll find me at the back of the room with that, my arms crossed with a skeptical look on my face um, when you're trying to teach me something new. Um, yep. You know, I know that people grew up in different ways, you know, especially in the States and then they go to college and they hear, you know, oh, this is really dumb. No one really believes this for whatever reason that professor is claiming and I think to be to, to be able to tell yourself that you really are educated, have you really looked at what it says? Right. And, you know, I believe not only that the, the manuscripts are historical and real, but that they are reliable. And I'd love to be able to go into that at some point in another series. Yeah. How do we know the manuscripts are reliable? But I also believe that it's God's Word, and as Paul says, that it's living and active. Because I've seen God use His Word in my life, in many people's lives, to guide, encourage, give hope and encouragement. Um, so, you know, if anything, you can be curious as to what this one person who's excited about this Christmas story really thinks about it. Right. And I don't know if you've ever done this, but I've covered some books with brown paper from the grocery store because I didn't want someone to know what I was reading. I've done that twice. Yeah. And maybe someday I can share with the audience why I did that. But this podcast could be that for someone. You could have mm. a roommate that's a little antagonistic. You might not want to admit that you're checking out this claim of Christianity another time for yourself. Um, I think you're going to find me to be friendly. Yeah. Um, I'm going to share a little of myself. Um, what you'll be able to find is I'll share some background on each passage, uh, look at the characters and how we can relate to them. Mainly, we're going to look at what is God doing and what who what is God like? Yeah. And who is this baby? G who is Jesus? Like who is this kid? And and does it matter to us? Because the main questions of life are where did we come from? Where are we going? 
What does that mean for while we're here? Um, what is our identity and purpose? Um, I believe that those questions can be answered in the Christmas story and in the claims yeah. of Christianity. And because I've studied the evidence, I've had the, the opportunity to, to write a curriculum, put together a curriculum that was um, started with Impact 360's videos on yeah. Explore the Resurrection and Explore Truth. So in my research, I got more excited that there's evidence for these claims. And it can't be proven like if you had a video camera or DNA evidence, but it's like a cold case. And the way that investigators and detectives and historians look at things, you can go back and see that everything points to the fact that Jesus did rise from the dead. So what does that mean? Yeah. It's, it's cool that you know, even those things being captured in the Christmas story, where you, you don't think about those things that often when you think about Christmas. And even as someone for me who has been a follower of Jesus for, for many years uh, and, and seeing kind of the content that you have built out for here, there's been so many things that, that I've seen for the first time. And so it's, it's cool for me to know that skeptics and also people who've been maybe followers of Jesus for a long time can both be benefiting a lot from what you have to say. Uh, I want to transition to to why. Uh, it was a question that you always ask and have challenged me to ask growing up for whatever I do. And whatever you do, you always have a really clear reason behind it. Um, but simply, why why a podcast and why uh, you know this this next step here of, of inviting people along into what you have going on? Well, I, I never really thought of this myself at all. But my friend Andrew Kalunji, who's like a son to us in Uganda, he asked me to do a podcast. And at first I laughed, and then I thought, wait a minute, I have this Christmas book I've written that lays out the 12 events around Christmas. We could start with that. Yeah. And the funny thing is that when I tell people uh, that I'm thinking about doing a podcast, the younger the person is, the more they almost like start dancing. <laughs> <laughs> like their face lights up, even on the telephone, I can see them just getting excited because people... Lots of people would rather listen than read Yeah, and enjoy podcasts, whether they're at home, in the car, or whatever, on the train. And so mm. I think it's a, it's a medium that people are using. And, you know, um, it really makes me excited. It, there's just so many possibilities. I see possibilities for future series. And it, I think it's going to be fun. I think we're going to have a good time. I agree. I, I think just... It's, it's cool to hear in your voice and know you are super excited about this. And this is something teaching and also Christmas story and evidence and, and so many of the things you talked about, something that you just have such a drive and a, an excitement for. And it's going to be cool as you bring all of us on this journey, how just to see that excitement be contagious um, and just see who, who joins us in here in this. Um, the blog that you have has just been really encouraging to a lot of people. And that's something that's uh, been been going on here for a few months. Um, and so as you know, you have these different things, you got this blog, you have podcasts now, you've mentioned a couple books you've written. Um, I know you've got a website in the works. So how could people find you? How could people uh, get engaged with the other things that you have going on just beyond this podcast? Yes, it's amoonandthedark.com. And you'll find everything right there. Plain and simple. Well, you're always incredible at explaining things uh, that you're excited about. And um, it's, for me, really been cool to see um, you take these little steps and keep saying yes along the way, even when it's scary or unknown. This is one of those things that can be scary and can be unknown. Um, as you are, kind of the things that have led you up to this point have been a lot of series of little yeses that have all been scary. How do you deal with just that, that fear or that scariness even of taking a step into the unknown, putting yourself out there like this? 
You know, I've recently been reading Second Corinthians that Paul wrote, and in there he says the love of Christ compels us. Mm-hmm. And I really do that really it really is true. I just want I get really excited that someone might consider God, consider Jesus, um, that someone who already has a relationship with Jesus might be strengthened, inspired um, to persevere. And there's a lot of pain out there, a lot of loneliness. Um, there's a lot of fear, a lot of fear going on right now. Yeah. And, you know, if I can do anything that can relate, that can uh, um, help, then I'd love to do that. And, you know, things will never be perfect. Mm. There's so many mistakes I've made in so many ways, but I'd much rather do something imperfectly than not do anything than just sit and not do it. Right. So it seems like this is, you know, the trajectory would indicate that this would be a good step to take with all that God has taught me, not only in my own life, but in writing curriculum and in researching the evidence. Um, yeah. So I, I'm excited and I'm not expecting this to be perfect. I'm yeah. not expecting to always have the correct thing to say. So please write me if I if you need to correct me. <laughs> but I'm not going to let that fear stand in the way of something that God wants to do. Come on. Come on. You always just, you've one model and also taught just us to always take the next best step, no matter what that is. And, you know, there's something that can be daunting to see way down the line, uh, you know, in five, 10 years, what you could be doing, you know, that would be super scary because you're not prepared for that right then. But uh, whatever the next best step is, that'll put you on a trajectory to get there. And so uh, it's been, I just want to thank you first off for modeling for me and also for so many people who are listening here that uh, just what it looks like to take the next best step. And you've done that over and over again. And this is just the next one of those. And so I'm excited to, to be along this journey with you. I know a lot of other people are and, and stoked to see uh, just what, what comes of this first series and, and beyond. So a moon in the dark.com yes. for the blog, <clears throat> for uh, this podcast. And uh, you also have, you know, these books and you also want to give some resources to people that might you know, have impacted you uh, along the way? What's, yes. What are those? Well, I, you know, I just love connecting people with books. I love learning books and just talking about books with people. So, uh, yes, I have lots of categories of things from parenting to apologetics to just children's books that we've had fun with and that things that have helped me personally um, in my journey. And I love that. I really, really love that so much. It makes me smile to do that. And... Um, yeah, so I just wanted to, I just want to thank Andrew Kalinji in Uganda, but I also want to shout out to Fabian and to Justine and their family and their friends gathered in Uganda. And I would love this, this medium that just, even if they're the ones listening, I love that. It makes me smile. Yeah. It's so cool. And the world we have now that something like this can go out all over the world and right here in the backyard. So I'll be tuning in and uh, looking forward to, to what's coming down the line for the Christmas series and beyond. So, um, Thanks, Daniel. Yep. Thanks, Mom. Catch you soon here. Everybody, Moon in the Dark and moonindthedark.com. Remember to check out Michelle Lane's yoga studio at aboutbodies.com. Sign up for one of her classes where you can truly unwind, unplug, and care for your mind and body. Also, if you would, please take a moment to rate and review the podcast. That will really help others to find us and be able to connect with Moon in the Dark. I hope you'll join us for our next episode. For now, I leave you with peace for your day and peace for your night.